Hello, this is Brian Scuttle with Sonic Cinema. As per my Fantasia Fest coverage, I had a chance to interview Joanna Fang. She is an actress and producer on the short film Smiley Death Face, which is showing in conjunction with the feature film Lucky at the festival. And I hope you enjoy our discussion. Let's start off with um, what, what inspired you to uh, get into filmmaking? Uh, you, you know, I think it was just being a, a kid, um, you know, watching Home Alone and and seeing Macaulay Culkin, you know, do his thing and, and realizing that, you know, kids can make films too. I know he didn't mm-hmm. direct it, but, but um, just uh, I, I was always that kid that stayed home after school and wanted to watch all the after school shows. And, uh, you, you know, it was more than just watching the, the shows, but also just, you know, how, how they came about it, memorizing the names of all the actors and the directors. And I just knew at a young age that I really wanted to be a part of the experience. Right. So, um, yeah. And then in high school, um, you know, I, I saw an ad for classes for mm-hmm. production and um and I think as soon as I jumped in on that I knew I wanted to do it. Okay. Uh were there any particular uh filmmakers or actors that you uh were inspired by early on? Um yeah, I I liked Gina Davis a lot and um you know Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're a kid and you only know the mainstream stuff. They yeah. inspired me a lot as as actors. Um, but I like Guillermo del, del Toro. I know he's been to Fantasia Fest before. Um, but I, I like people who have a, a unique style, a, a brand that sets them apart from everybody else. Yeah. I'd say that those were some of my influences. Okay. Uh, what, because you all... Because in addition to being on screen in uh, Smiley Death Face, you're also a producer. What drew you to uh, producing films? I, I, you know, when I started working in the film industry, it was both sides of it. I liked both being in front of the camera and behind it. Um, and I think growing up, you know, and being transparent, being Asian American, you know, there was a point where there were less opportunities in front of the camera. So by default, I just wanted to be involved. With, I always wanted to be behind the camera. I'm mean, that from the start. But um, with less in front of the camera opportunity, you know, I just naturally gravitated towards doing stuff behind the camera because I wasn't going to let that stop me from working in the film industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and just one after another, um, you know, I went to business school so and film school. So both... Uh, that has really helped with the production side because a lot of times people don't realize that producing is a lot of creative work, but then it becomes a lot of like business work too. Mm-hmm. So um, my, my career kind of fell more and more in that direction. How did um, Smiley Death Face come into being? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> uh, so, so, you know, we were kind of sitting around talking and, um, you know, I, so I think a lot of thrillers and horrors now are throwbacks to the 70s and the 80s, you know, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, Stranger Things and a lot, a lot of these other movies that are coming out. And we realized it was because it's that's a period of time when modern technology didn't really exist. Mm-hmm. So you can cut the phone line, you know, you can cut the electricity and the lights go out and it's scary, it's dark and they're trapped, you know, in a location. And, but, you know, this generation, like those are not issues anymore. You yeah. know, you have a cell phone, you just call 911, like it's, 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 it's everything is taking, you know, there's battery backup power and everything. So we really wanted to make a, a thriller that took place present day, mm-hmm. you know, addressing modern issues that, that not none of the old school stuff, you know, let, let's try and do something now and you know what? Let's take it a step further and literally make modern technology the villain itself. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of um, where that all started. Yeah, the thing that I really enjoyed rewatching the film because I saw it at a Women in Horror Film Festival is uh, the fact that it it reminded me of the opening of Scream, and I couldn't help but think of like how different that scene would be if like Drew Barrymore and the killer were just communicating in emojis. And it's such an, it's such a fun concept because of the fact that on the one hand you're, it's very funny to see the different emojis being used. On the other hand, it's also, it also ramps up how sinister uh, the person on the other end of the line is. And you, you just, have this added weight of just him them being a villain based on how they're using certain emojis and i love the fact that it's it's essentially you know your your character's talking about you know communication and you know the evolution of communication almost how we're going back to a more you know primal time and all all through the while, like you've got this crazy little story, horror story going on. It's really entertaining. Yeah, I'm glad you said that um, because really, it is kind of like I, I tell people it's scream meets emojis. You yeah. know, <laughs> <laughs> so you 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 totally nailed. You got that. <laughs> um. What was how many how how many other festivals is uh, this played as? Women in Horror, the only one. Um, no, it's played at a few. It's actually playing at Dances with Films, uh, going simultaneously as Fantasia Fest. Okay. Um, you know it's a bit tough now with with COVID, so yeah. it just got into. I don't even know if they're allowed to say it. Um, I mean it, it's on a film quest, but a film quest is supposed to happen in like September, but they're insisting on doing a live festival. Mm. So they're, they're pushing it. There's till spring. Okay. Far, far away. Everything's just kind of in flux. Yeah. Um, I, I personally, you know, there are also a lot of them are just saying, you know, it's, if, if you'd like to, you can pull your submission before they do acceptances. Um, if you don't want it, we're going to do our festival online. So if you don't want to do it, you can we can pull it and you can just submit next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my personal belief is that you, you know I mean I've already shot other things you know so I can't wait you know for because when those festivals do come around I already have other things I want to submit yeah. to them so so I, my my whole thing is you know right now everybody 
I, you know, I'm do, I've now done some online festivals. And the thing is, the filmmaking community, they didn't go away. You know, they're not, yeah. they're not dead, you know. So they're still there waiting for content. They're still – they've done a lot of mixers to engage us. And, we'll have, and last night I was at a happy hour for one of the festivals online. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it sounds super nerdy, but, like, we were just, like – you know, chopping it up, all laughing. I, I, I kind of forgot that I was behind a computer, you know, because yeah. none of us were, were saying things like, oh, this sucks. Why are we doing this? <laughs> like everyone's like, they were just glad to be doing something because it's not, it's not anybody's fault that's yeah. on, you know, so. Yeah. So, so yeah, it'll be some upcoming festivals. Mm-hmm. No, and I'm, I'm, and the thing is, it's like, I'm really, I'm really kind of enjoying the uh, Fantasia Fest Discord and uh yeah. it's it's it you know i i like the way different uh festivals are trying to adapt and trying to press on and i mean i'm you know it's like i was not quite sure what to expect going into uh covering fantasia fest but i'm i'm really enjoying the process so far and i mean <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be interesting cuz unfortunately i mean unfortunately like we can't necessarily too many of the screenings because of the fact that you know they've got geo blocked but at the same time it's like you know well the special events are still available and just the community on the discord has been a lot of fun yeah can you like kind of teach i mean give me some advice on like i i'm so i'm on it obviously that's how we met yeah but i mean to me it's just kind of like one massive conversation that's, you know like so like how how are you navigating this i mean i know you reach out to me personally but i don't even know how to get, like talk to people on this i mean i won't well, and the thing is it's like i've spent i've spent more of my time in the press lounge than anything but yeah i mean it's basically just a long it, it's basically just just one long massive thread and it's like trying to yeah it's it's tricky especially with so many people on there um and and the conversation just building and building and building it's like you 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 know if you want to talk about something it's like oh wait that was already talked about like a few hours ago it's like how do i get into that conversation (laughs) yeah it's 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 tough i mean and but yeah i mean it's one of those things where it's like you know and you know for for us in the uh press lounge it's basically just been telling each other like you know, what we've been screening, what we've enjoyed, what we haven't, you know, what we've liked about this and just sort of, just sort of talking about, talking about in those terms. So, cause I mean, we, we've actually had press access to a lot of the features available for a couple weeks now. So, um, it's, it's been fun to see like who all is going, who, who all is to, watching certain movies what people are thinking and stuff like that so i mean that that part is i mean obviously it's more insular but yeah the regular lounge it's it's i can understand it being tough because of the fact that it is like you you know i i get the notifications constantly but at the same time i'm not necessarily in a position to do get involved in the conversation so Sure. Um, what were were there any uh, particular challenges you guys had in uh, making Smiley Death Face? Definitely. Um, 
because a, a significant part of the script is, I mean, it's not just most of it, um, is non-dialogue based. Mm-hmm. So, it, I mean, it's literally like a script in emojis. Yeah. So, um, trying to nail the timing of her her reactions and her acting to what we will eventually on the screen. Yeah. And trying to keep the pacing so it's still uh, interesting and keeps you on the edge of your seat. Um, for me, the, what I was the most scared about is I, I don't translate emoji language that quickly. Yeah. So, you know, I can read subtitles very quickly, but how quickly are people going to understand everything? That's, are they playing Pictionary for <laughs> for seven minutes, and are they going to be frustrated and unhappy watching this? Mm-hmm. You know. But luckily, everybody seemed to at, at least get the general gist of what we're trying to go for. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, how how long did how long did it take you guys to sort of like nail down like what you wanted to s- how how long was that how difficult was that process in terms of what you want to do like how you want to uh express you know the how how you want these characters to express themselves in emojis it's like how how long was that translation from like sort of what the character would normally say versus what they're saying in emojis Oh, right, right. Um, we definitely rehearsed with the actress um, uh, beforehand, yeah. you know, before we came on set. And um, the the good thing is, because it's not dialogue-based, um, there were, we were able to, to shoot some, some scenes uh, without sound. Does that mm-hmm. make any sense? So she's walking through all these, doing the emotions, and then we could just yell, um, no TV, TV, you know, yeah. and then she could just react off of what we were saying mm-hmm. um, that way, because we didn't have to record sound on any, right. any of this, because it's going to be, um, you know, emojis put in later. So luckily we could, I mean, she she already had rehearsed it quite a bit to know I mean, if she's not even, she's not reacting to anything. She's just off of memory, basically, mm-hmm. what we told her the whole time. But we also could just, like, cue her as well. Yeah. Um, what was the reaction? Obviously, she knew what, you know, the script and what was happening. So um, kind of cheated that a little bit in that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, where, where is, uh, where at Fantasia Fest is a Smiley Death Face showing? Is it playing um, with one of the features, or is it in one of the short film blocks? So, I am not sure. Is, did you get any kind of schedule? I actually talked to someone yesterday at Dances with Films, also in Fantasia Fest, and she said, oh, yeah, someone emailed me about changing my block. I got a schedule for features, but I didn't get one for shorts. Did, is there anything that you got? Did you get anything? Um, not necessarily. I mean, if if you go to the website, it's got like the short film blocks, but I know that some, a lot of the features also have short films with them. So, and it's, it's like a bundle package. So I'm, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't remember seeing in any of the, uh, in any of the short film blocks, but 
yeah, I mean, I, I, I would probably need to see if I can find it on the, uh, I, I'd probably need to see if I can find it on the, uh, server that they have set up and, uh, see if it's like bundled with a particular feature or not. So yeah, I, I'll, I'll probably, I'll, I'll probably, uh, check that out here sometime this after. And I can I can get back to you if I if I happen to find it. So sure, and I'll probably check in with them too. I think after yesterday she said that I I was going to check in with them. Okay. And see um, where we stand, but uh, I hopefully I'll have find an answer. All right. Well, thank you very much for uh, thank you very much for talking to me. And I like I said I really enjoyed the short. I mean this was. This is my second time watching it. I really, I, I really enjoyed it just as much the uh, second time as I did the first time. Thank you so much for for interviewing us. Um, it, I mean, we where would we be without you know people like you who are helping us get exposure? We're just independent filmmakers, you know. Yeah. So thank you, you know, for doing that. Oh, no problem. And yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll let you know, uh, how I'm going to present this. I might, what I might do is I might just, um, I'll probably, I might post, uh, the entire, our, our entirety of the interview, you know, edit down and stuff sure. like that. Um, with when I do review a uh, smiley death face and then just put the clip where we're talking specifically about, uh, the the movie in sure. when I'm doing Fantasia Fest in general, but uh, yeah, it was Great. good to talk to you. Good to good to uh, meet you. So yeah, likewise. Um, I I just went on the site. At least I'm now I'm seeing it's playing on Sunday, August twenty third okay. at nine thirty five p.m. and Friday the twenty eighth at eleven p.m. and it's a, it, it's a Canadian premiere. Okay, all right. Excellent. Okay.